0: This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. Good morning. From the worship to the Word, I was like, I don't even need to talk. <laughs> just that <so> I receive. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to try to put out what was in my heart when Pastor Gavin asked me to speak. He goes, just go ahead and share what's on your heart. I was like, you're a man of faith. <laughs> You know, I, I even tried. I was like, you know, Lord, give me a teaching, you know, the steps and all the, and it just wouldn't come. He said, just go with what's on your heart. So, I know. Thank you, Alison. I love support. By the way, I am the interactive one. Go ahead and, you know, if you agree, say yes. If you don't agree, talk to the Lord, you know, <laughs> quietly. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's interesting that for a brief second that you sang about Jaira, you are enough. The very couple of first times I heard that song, you know, the Holy Spirit gave me like a word about that song. And he said, you're going to share share this word someday when you hear the song in church. I go, that's going to be awkward. Like right after I hear the song, I'll go ahead and share. And he goes, just trust me, just trust me. And I heard the worship team, you know, rehearsing earlier. They didn't sing the song. So I go, I guess it's not today. (laughs) God knows. (laughs) But what he shared... With me is that you know, as Christians, we always go, you know, when he asked them, you know, how you doing, we go, oh, we are content. You know, that's just code word for, I really have a lack, but I'm just going to act pious and say I'm content. But he says that is not what he meant when he gave that revelation for that song. To content means I have it all enough. I don't have enough room to contain more. That's what he means by content. And when he said you are enough, you know, Terry shared something close to me last week. It's the point where you go, oh my gosh, God, you've blessed me so much, enough. When you say, it's too much, enough. He gave me the picture of you tickling a child and they go, enough, enough. The joy has been so full. That's the kind of God, that's the kind of Jared, that's the kind of provider he wants us to see him as, that's the filter he wants to be seen through, amen? amen? That's just extra. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, so what's been on my heart? You know, the Father God has just been talking to me the past. I I looked at my journal. I I actually wrote this down like August of 2020. You know, he said, I mean, I wrote down, this is what you should share with the body. This is what you should speak over the body. So when I'm trying to avoid all this week saying, can I share this? I went back and it goes, even last year, he told you, you need to share this. And what was it? It's Father God saying, there's so much he wants to do through us, his body. He's got so much. You know, we've, we're receiving the words at prayer this morning. The talks about we're ready to go out there. He wants us to go out there. And if you don't come to prayer, think about it. It's nine o'clock. It's good. He, we're ready. But what he wants is he wants a whole body to go out there. Whole meaning complete, fully functional body to go out there. And, he, and he's been talking to me. He goes, in the last year, the body has been receiving some beatings. Specifically, the unity of the body has been receiving some beatings, some attacks, some just all kinds of irritations. And Father God today is saying, I want to realign my body. I want to restore unity, realign my body, so we can go out there and be a fully functional unit, carrying out, advancing the kingdom. Amen? Yeah. So that's what I'll be speaking about today. Uh, I want to start out with uh, Matthew eleven twenty-five, 25. Matthew 12, Twenty-five. I'm glad Donna has the scripture. So when I say a mistake here, thank you, ma'am. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, "Every kingdom dividing against itself is brought to desolation." It's interesting the word that I came to me. That desolation means loneliness, barrenness. It's a gradual process. Barrenness means not inability to fulfill what God has called you to do. Could you please have that up, Donna? Every kingdom, we are part of the kingdom, we know that. Divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. You know, just the past few months, the Holy Spirit has been showing me, look, think of yourself as a body. You are part of something. We're not individuals just doing our own things. We are part of a body. And he, and he says, we are the body. The house, the, we are the house and we are the body. Colossians 1, 15 tells us that Jesus is the head. And then he goes on, he says, he's the, not only is he the image of the invisible God, he's the firstborn over all creation. And you know, the Holy Spirit said, if we as believers remember, Jesus is the invisible image. Firstborn, we are all trying to attain to be that invisible image. Don't look at me and say, I can't believe you did that. I'm not yet the invisible image yet. I'm getting there. But if we look at ourselves through those eyes, we'll be able to accept one another as part of one body. And verse 18 goes on and says that. Verse 18, Colossians 1. It says, and he is the head of the body, the church. That's you. Say, that's me. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. It goes on again. I'll skip a couple of verses since, you know, I feel like the Holy Spirit has already spoken and ministered through. Um, So we are the body. We are that body that he's talking about. We need to be a unified body. It's so important. The unity of the body is so important that when we say Jesus' prayer for us, he prayed for us unity. John 17, verses 20. John 17, 20. He says... Jesus said, I do not pray for this alone. He was talking about the ones in the current day around him. But also for those who will believe in me, that they may all be one, unified, as you, Father, are in me. And I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. Go ahead. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one. That's the whole goal. To be made perfect in one, that the world will know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. The goal of unity is for us to act as a fully functional, healthy one, chasing one goal. One goal. We have one goal you know, he made us, he, he loved us, he saved us. Our, our goal, he says, go ye into the world and preach the gospel. That gospel is what? Good news. That is the goal we have, to preach good. That's, that's our mandate, to preach good news. But he's saying that we, only, we can only do it when we are unified. So today I'm going to talk about why we, why we should watch out for anything that eats away at our unity. Because our purpose is to be that harmonious whole. So I'm going to talk about things that can happen when we're unified. The first thing I'm going to talk about, I mean, we all know about the Tower of Babel, Genesis 11, 1 to 8. Now the whole herd had one language, unity, and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the... Wow, the words are. A dancing for some reason, my eyes are perfect, from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, come, let us build ourselves a city, a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built, and the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, come, let us, a unified God, go down and there confuse the language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad, from there over the face of all the earth, and they see throughout the uh, building the city. The power of unity. Granted, these guys had their own plan. If you think about it, it wasn't really such a bad, evil plan. But it wasn't in line with God's will. But they were unified. And God, the one who knows all, said, if we let them keep going in this unity, nothing would be impossible to them. Can you imagine us in our right mind, in the right place, following the spirit of God? At all times. And nothing will be impossible to us. Come on. That's what the enemy is attacking. He knows if we let these guys get their act together. My kingdom is finished. That's, the enemy knows that. And today we know that. Amen. We received that revelation today. That as a unified body, the kingdom of God advances through us. Because we keep saying, God wants to do a big thing. If you were here for prayer this morning, you know, Pastor Gavin told us, yeah, he does, through us, a unified whole body. Amen? Amen. And the other one, um, Acts 2, 2, 1-8. I'm just going to, as opposed to reading it. It talks about how, you know, Jesus told his followers, go ahead, go up to the, you know, go wait for me, and I'll come and I'll send you the Holy Spirit. They didn't know what what the Holy Spirit was. Jesus said, go, they went. Obedience. But then he talks about when they went, the, when one accord. Speaking the same language. In agreement. The Holy Spirit came. One accord. That's the power of unity. That's where our strength is. That's where the kingdom of God is tangible. Like this morning when we were worshiping, you felt it, right? You know how... When you know things are in alignment, you know, you've eaten clean for a whole week. You went to the gym maybe three times. And then you heard angels sing during your quiet time. Oh, that's my husband. He knows. When I have those rare weeks, I start strutting. Because in my mind, I look good. And that confidence will make him go, is that muscles I see? Because everything is in alignment. That's right, when you feel in alignment, the confidence that comes, soundness of mind, let us get in alignment. Let us, God, I, you know, God promised me this when I said, Lord, when I go up there, do what you need to do. Because I struggled, I wanted to do that nice list, that nice teaching, and you said, no, I want to do what I want to do. And I know for every single person here, he's going to speak to you on what it means to be in alignment with him. So this morning, I speak unity and alignment over this body. We will be in the right place at the right time. We will consult the Holy Spirit when we know, OK, it matters now. Watch what you're about to say next. We've had a year where the enemy just run. Just, you know, it wasn't just COVID, it wasn't just the sickness. I mean, he brought all kinds of division. There was the racial unrest. Even in the body, we're talking about, did you you know? If you, you know, the range of it from if you wear face masks, you don't have faith. You get vaccinated, you don't have faith. Or if you don't get vaccinated, you're being not a good Christian. I mean, that's just little birds. You know what those birds are? You you know when you walk through a field, you don't plan to just attach birds to your body. They just attach themselves to you just because you were there. That's what all those little seeds of division do. They just attach themselves to you. You don't plan to pick it up. But today, Father God is saying, I want my body healthy. We're going to sp- brush all that stuff off. Because where we're going, we, we cannot be an inflamed body. It's interesting, the Lord showed me. He said, if, you know, it talks about, in 1 Corinthians, you guys can read all that stuff later on your own. <laughs> it talks about being part of a body and how every part of the body has a, their own function. And a, he showed me, he goes, if you cut off a finger, it's obvious. Oh, major trauma. But if you just have inflammation in your joints, it's subtle, but you're still not functional. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? He goes, if a Christian, you know, somebody right there beside you, in living faith tells you Jesus isn't Lord, you're going to go, you know, you're, that's of the devil. You're wrong. I have a good reason to, you know, separate from you. But if a Christian tells you, I think Black Lives Matter is just—it's just ridiculous. I don't want to talk about it. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. If you take the offense, that's inflammation in your joints. All it takes is for your joints to feel just not right. That's all it takes for you not to be fully functional. And and I was like, I'm not a doctor, even though Pastor Barry called me doctor for the last few months before he left. Well maybe I am a doctor. <laughs> but I decided to research what causes inflammation in the body or in the joints. And he says it could be injury, irritation. Sometimes all it only takes is one word and we can pick up irritation. And he says inflammation, you can actually injure your foot and three toes swell up with inflammation. One person could be injured, and if you choose to take offense you could also be the inflammation in the body, the whole body. So I was like, Father God, let me not be the inflammation in the body. So, you know, this is the condensed version. But I believe God wants to do something today because a lot happened. Like I said, some of those birds, we picked them up even without even realizing it, without choosing it. But if you think about it, this division was a systematic approach of the enemy very systematic do you realize how easy it was to cut off people this year just just decide you know what i'm not going to deal with them anymore we didn't check first and say lord is it wisdom because some people it's wisdom to just cut them off because it's probably not your ministry to save them or to teach them so you know but do we stop and say lord how many relatives did we cut off in the last year because they did not agree with what we said, or I do not agree with what they said, or, or I take offense. You know, we, as Christians, we'll say, I'm just being, you know, I'm guarding my heart because it's the, you know, well, spring of life. But did we ask the Holy Spirit, what should I have said there? That's right. That's so there. Should I have kept quiet? Wow. Because, you know, Jesus Christ told them, he said, this is how you will know, that people will know that you're my disciples. Right. Your love for one another. Not your doctrine, because we can talk doctrine. Boy, give me that keyboard and I will type up so fast. With scripture reference, different translations. But that's not how we know we're his disciple. It's our love for one another. So I'm going to do one thing, I mean, two things right now. And I want you to just, I believe he wants us to move forward because he's, he's waiting on us. Creation is waiting on us. Oh, on. But we need to go whole. Yeah. We need to go strong. We need to go unified. So I want you to just close your eyes. Everybody, close your eyes. If I see your eyes open, I'll point you out. <laughs> close your eyes and ask, Father God, oh God is, there is there anybody this year or even before, or even before that, offended me, that offended me that I'm holding on forgiveness towards? If you got a face, you got a name, I'm going to encourage you at this point. Give it to the Lord. The forgiveness is not because what they did was right. It's to free you. It's to brush those burrs off of you so that your irritation will not return the rest of the body of Christ because you're not a solitary person. You're part of a body. I want you to give them. Say, Father God. Father God. I choose to forgive and you can say the name of the person in there, right? I give them to you. I release them from all judgment. I them from all judgment. Thank, you, Thank you, Father. One last thing. Some, this past year, so it was, sometimes it wasn't people. Some people got disappointed in God. Some people got mad at God. Could have been a job that was lost, family member, things that you thought were going to come to fruition right about April 2020, and then COVID hit. And you said, Lord, you gave me this vision. Why is it not coming to pass? You're disappointed in God. He's saying, come now, let us reason together. He is not, he will not fall off the throne if you say, Father God, I'm mad at you. Because he knows already. He knows. So for those people, and then I have another set of people saying, I would have to have a relationship to even get mad at him. I don't even have one with him. He's saying right now, my hands are open. Come on, let's reason together. This is the moment for you to say, close your eyes. It may be you, it may not be you. Let's support the people who need to talk to God. Say, Father God, I am mad at you because you did not come through the way I thought you would. I'm disappointed in the past year. What do you have to say to me? Whatever he said to you, in any way you can, I want you to record that and go back and, this is just a conversation opener that he's having with you. Go back and talk to him. He is not a, an, an unapproachable God. He's a good father. We sing about that. We either believe that or we don't. A good father doesn't say, I don't want to talk about it. No, no. A good father, will speak comfort to you. Amen? So today, I just want to, first of all, I just want to speak a, a prayer over you. And I say, Father God, I thank you for this house. This is a unified house. We have chosen today to brush up any burrs that have attached ourselves to us over this year. And we speak peace over us as a body. No inflammation, no division. We speak unity over us so we can go and fulfill that which you've called us to do. To preach the good news, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. Bring your kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. Father God, we thank you for this house and we thank you for what you're doing through us to advance your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.